0: Freaking this, this is Brock and Salk. I don't read the internet, guys. Presented by Carter, Volkswagen, and Ballard. Take the bull by the hands. On Seattle
1: Sports. Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. And Brooke you are. And Brooke you are. Now here are your hosts, Brock Huard and Mike Salk.
2: fire!
0: Oh yes, here we go again with the Brock and Salk Show on Seattle Sports on 710seattlesports.com and the Seattle Sports app. Plus, podcast platforms, wherever you find them. Hope you found one yesterday so you could listen to all of KJ Wright, the full hour of the KJ Wright show. Last one before we get into the regular season. How cool is that? KJ going to be with us every Wednesday at 8 o'clock throughout the season, and you can listen to that entire podcast. I feel like all three of us are a little tired today. We kind of have that vibe going. We're kind of... Just just waking up a little bit today, right? I don't know what it is. Maybe just sort
3: of a Thursday thing. It's always Thursdays for me. I've yeah. told Maura, did you say more? it was Fridays or Tuesdays for you? I remember it being – One of the middle of the weekdays. I thought it was Tuesday. Uh, Thursdays are like that for me. I don't know Mm -hmm. what it is. It always
4: feels like it should be Friday. It
3: does
0: feel like it should be Friday. Yes, because
3: Sunday nights are a work night. So that's kind of... Yeah, it kind of
0: feels like today should be Friday. Anyway, that's fine. Whatever. We're here. The Mariners win. It's fun when the Mariners win, especially a game like that. I get to come in and kind of see what was texted to the old system yesterday. I won't go all the way through this the way I did yesterday. I'm not going to go through the drunk texting and all of that, but... It's very entertaining when you see like what, how much people are freaking out in the middle of this stuff, right? You know, the text from yesterday at uh, 5.30, here we go again. 206 says, wow, and, I'm sorry, the 360, another choke job by the Mariners pitching staff. <laughs> Mariners pitching is done. Every dude just gives up hits and multiple runs now in every game. Worst time of year to collapse. I
4: mean, do you think at this point they're just trolling you and they know you're doing this in the morning? I don't know. I hope so. Trying to contribute?
0: I don't think so, but that would be awesome <laughs> if that were the case. And by the way, thank you. I'll take it. Yeah, it's I appreciate great. that perspective. Makes for some very entertaining content. You see the 425
3: text? Uh, what did that one say? Oh, I'm so sick of this pathetic lineup. <laughs> it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. That they can't hit a loser. With yeah. a six plus ERA, screw this joke of a team.
0: Yeah, I didn't see that one. Man, that's weird. How did I miss that one? That's a good one. I, I, what I guess I would say is it's shocking to me, but I, I just happened to look through this yesterday. The Mariners are number ten in baseball in runs scored per game.
3: Yeah, I think say, when you, say, say that I mean, out guess, loud. Yeah, no, my guess was maybe middle of the pack at
4: best. 15. The Mariners
0: have moved their way up to number ten in baseball. In runs scored per game, they're number eleven in runs scored total, but they've played fewer games than the Reds, and they're like two runs behind them. So, really, you know, if you were to when you average it by game, they're tenth in the league. They have the tenth best offense in the league in terms of results. Tenth, yeah, surprise. This is the worst offense ever created. Jerry Depoto doesn't know what he's doing. They should fire their hitting coach. Yada yada. Ten, number ten in baseball. I don't know where they'll finish. Right, You only got 25 games or so left, whatever it is. They're not going to finish too much worse than that. They're almost definitely going to finish in the top half of the league. And when you look at where they're at in terms of of who's around them, they are just ahead of Cincinnati, just behind Philadelphia. Those two teams should have one thing in common when you think about them. They play in two of the best hitting parks in the league. The Mariners play in 30th out of thirty. So they have the 10th most runs playing in the worst hitting park in baseball for half of their games. Does that mean anything to you? It means something to me quite a bit. Now, I'm not telling you now that this offense is a world beater. It still has its problems. It still has problems moving runners, et cetera, and bringing in runs with runners on base. I I, I still recognize their problems. But I think what it should tell you is when you compare it to all of the other teams in baseball, not just the frustration you feel on a night-to-night basis, you realize that it's actually a pretty good lineup. It's actually done a pretty good job of scoring runs, sometimes in bunches. They hit for power. And yes, that power disappeared a little bit at the beginning of this year. Maybe it was the cold. Maybe it was a collective slump. Maybe it was the pressure. I don't know what it was. Some of it was making some changes in who was on the team. They did need to bring in Mike Ford and Dominic Canzone and Josh uh, Rojas, all three of those who I want to call Reyes every time. I'm sorry. Every one of those guys ended up helping and contributing, as did Cade Marlowe, as did getting Dylan Moore back.
4: (laughs) Would you ever think at the beginning of the year that these are the names you're going to be mentioning? And it's like, this is what they needed.
0: Well, yes. No, I didn't think I would name those guys in particular, but it's not unusual for some surprises to show up. What really mattered, though, again, Julio became Julio again, and Tay Oscar became Tay Oscar again, and Cal became Cal again, and it's all likelihood, all three of those guys are going to end up hitting 30-plus home runs this year.
3: Hey, we have seven or eight guys with double-digit home runs. Pretty
0: amazing, and and that in a year where Gino and Ty really didn't do nearly as much as you would expect, you know, you got to give those guys a whole lot of credit for what they did.
3: And last year, we were saying it's kind of the same thing about uh, Haggerty and Dylan Moore. Like those weren't a couple names that I pegged at the beginning of the year to say that we we're going to have so much credit to be thrown. Well,
0: away. you certainly have to throw some at Dillmore and, and what he's done since uh, since finally getting it figured out. So some of the texts that come in, Mike, Brian in Missoula says, Mike, that's a year-long stat. Most of that damage has come after the All-Star break. No, I know. But baseball's played over 162 games. That's why you don't look at stats over the course of a short sample size in baseball because it's played over a long time. Because a two hundred and fifty hitter will sometimes hit three hundred and sometimes hit two hundred, and over the course of one hundred and sixty-two, you get a little bit better sense as to who they are. I love it, man. I absolutely love it. Salks the guy in the theme park that makes fun of people on the roller coaster for screaming. <laughs> Maybe that's what that's you get for really, that's what you get for going on roller coasters. Get, that's a good
3: text. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know what the difference is? Here's the difference, and this is this is truly how I how I see it. I've been thinking about this for a while and I love the roller coaster analogy. Thank you. That's perfect for what I'm trying to say. If you get on the roller coaster and scream, I got no problems. I really don't. I know you think I do, but I don't. You should absolutely scream, go crazy on a roller coaster. If you get on a roller coaster and say, this thing's not safe, it needs to be changed or I'm getting off, that's what I heard throughout the year. And there's a big difference. One is, this team is not playing up to its potential or I'm mad. The other is these people have to go. Changes have to be made. It's flawed, yeah. This is a flawed system. This is unacceptable.
4: I still think the people that actually wanted like Scott and Jerry fired were the were the vocal minority.
0: That's all fine, but there's a whole lot of them, man, and I'm shocked at how often they come popping out of the woodwork as soon as as soon as things go awry. That's all it is to me. That's the difference. The difference, it's a great analogy. Thank you so much for for bringing that one up. I love it. It's the difference, 509, between screaming on the roller coaster and saying that your roller coaster is broken and needs to be fixed. And I love screaming on the roller coaster. I do it every night. I do it when they give up runs. I certainly do it watching games in Bank America Ballpark. Dear God. Or Great American Ballpark, whatever that thing is called. No thank you, man. That's the other one that I always find entertaining. Like you watch games in that park, right? Can we all admit the ball flies out of that park and it just you know breeds offense? Yes, of course. It's crazy to me that people can accept that ballparks like that absolutely change offense, but not that T-Mobile can
3: stifle it. Oh, like do you give credit for that, but you won't right. take credit, yeah.
0: Like both things are true. Yeah. And it's crazy watching teams come back in that ballpark. You're never out of it. And by the way, that that Reds team is going to be good for the next five years. That is a very good young baseball team with all kinds of talent, led by De La Cruz, but he's not the only one. Who was that dude batting ninth yesterday? He's a freak. You're talking about Benson? Yeah. Tall, yeah. thin, power, runs, all of it. Will Benson. Sheesh, you get that team a little bit of pitching, which is going to be real hard for them because of their ballpark. And uh, you may be talking about the Reds as a legit contender as well. So really, really good job yesterday by the Mariners. You had to win that game. You don't want to get swept, as Brock has said, over and over again. And good for them. They they pull it off. They get, the, they get the win. Logan was fantastic. The only question I had yesterday, and if you want to hear me be critical, I know there are folks who say I'm not, I didn't love using the entire A-list bullpen yesterday. I know that you Same. wanted – like, I get what Scott's doing. He's trying to – preserve this win because you don't want to get swept but geez it it felt like with a five six run lead maybe you didn't need to use Spire and Brash and Topa and Munoz unless Munoz is no longer part of that group that's another conversation I think we got to keep having well he gives up another run yesterday no I mean like it didn't matter thankfully but I remain very, very concerned. We'll come right back. We'll give you everything you need to know, including some great news on the Seahawks injury front. It is Brock and Salk. Yale Sports on 710. Need to know.
2: 15 minutes past every hour with Brock and Salk.
0: Here's what you need to know up first. Well you gotta stop the bleeding right? The Mariners did exactly that. Tenth best scoring offense in baseball. That's right. They went to work yesterday scoring eight runs and doing so with a complete team effort. Multi-hit nights from Cal and Teo and Gino and France. Big bombs from Cal and Mike Ford and yes J.P. Crawford.
5: And again the 2-2 to Crawford swinging a well hit ball deep to right field. Way back and goodbye baseball J.P. Crawford with his 15th home run of the season it's a three-run home run here in the top of the fourth and
0: it's now the mariners six and the reds one he's probably not going to get to 20 with only 25 games left or so but wow what an unbelievable breakout power season from J.P. Crawford after going to drive line, working on it specifically, and then coming out and delivering. Pretty incredible what that work has done for him. And it was really, I thought, important and great to see Ty France with a nice night. He had an RBI double early. He had an RBI single late. A one. Swing on. Hit right side. Base hit into right
5: center field. Cattle walks home. Dominic Kenzone working his way to third. He gets there standing up. Ty France continues his outstanding evening. And the Mariners
3: have an
0: 8-3 lead here in the seventh. Yeah, again, (laughs) they need Ty France. Like, he is the guy that makes their offense. If you can get old Ty France back. You just completely change what this offense is capable of doing, and it, it's another legitimate bat that you can trust in a big spot. Hopefully, this is a turning point. He thinks so. Yeah, I've been working a lot, um, just trying to find my swing. Um, you know, and today I felt felt like I was on time. I was swinging at the right pitches
5: and laying off, you know, good good pitchers' pitches. So, um, yeah, just trying to get get some some rhythm and momentum going on there, going into the next couple weeks.
0: Meanwhile, Logan Gilbert gave them most of what they needed. Pitched well, that's for sure, in a very difficult park against a very good offense, but only lasted into the sixth inning. That meant Scott once again had to turn to his top relievers. Brash, Spear, Topa, Munoz all through in this game kind of not what you're looking for heading into Tampa. I understand, obviously, why Scott felt like he needed to stop the bleeding, but certainly a bummer to see all of those relievers have to go, and for a few of them, that's two days in a row, heading into a really difficult four-game series in Tampa Bay. Meanwhile, Houston blowing out the Rangers again. Verlander gets the better of Scherzer, who got just shelled. What is happening? Look, I knew the Rangers were going to fade. I will never pretend like I knew it would
3: happen like this. Yeah, They've lost 16 of their last 19 games. I didn't expect that series to turn into, hey, put a position player into pitch every night, every
0: night, every single night, because you're just getting torched. I don't know how much of that is the Astros playing well and how much of it is the Rangers pitching poorly. But wow, Mariners, one game behind Houston, two up on Texas, who falls behind the Blue Jays now out of a playoff position. They've lost 16 of 19, as I said. They've also now potentially lost Adolis Garcia, as he exited the game with a knee injury yesterday. Things are just going bad to worse for the Rangers. Big night for Jared Kelnick. He's got a couple doubles and a home run last night. That's going to make things real interesting here probably next week when he's ready to go. As I said, tough four-game series starts today in Tampa. 340 first pitch. Luis Castillo, the ace, the rock, on the hill. Here's the second thing. You need to know. All right, mostly good news on the Seahawks injury front. Only Jamal Adams and Kenny McIntosh were unable to practice at all yesterday. That's great. A bunch were limited, including Mike Morris, Derek Hall, Daryl Taylor, and, yes, even Devin Witherspoon. Pete spoke about the uh, number five overall
5: pick. He just had a few plays. He did fine. He, he made it through, and he's ready to go today. He wants to get out there and, uh, and take a lot more uh, work, so we'll see. Is he suited to play? You know, physically, does he can he endure, you know, and, and all that. Um, so, and it's a, it's a hammy that's it's had, you know, two shots at it over the last few months and stuff. So, we got to be careful with it, make sure that we get him back and uh, he can trust that he can go. You know, he's a really fired up kid. He's not going to hold back. He's not going to measure how he goes. And so, we got to make sure that he's right. And so, uh, we'll see how the week goes and, and we'll just determine it later on.
0: Yeah, I don't know what that makes me think. I don't, I don't get a sense as to whether or not he'll be able to go this weekend. Probably not but I suppose it's certainly possible. You know who's definitely going to go is Jackson Smith and Jigba. Just incredible full participant in practice yesterday. He hasn't
5: said a, he hasn't said a peep about it. Not even no, nothing. He's fine. And so uh, uh, it's been a remarkable mentality that he's brought to it, and uh, it's better than most guys that you see. And um, he's, not even, he's not hesitating to do everything throughout the game plan and, and the preparation and all of that. So so you expect him to play Sunday? Yes. Expect him them, expect them
0: to play on Sunday. That is awesome news. Uh, meanwhile, on the other side of it, the situation much worse for the Rams. Cooper Cup officially ruled out of this game. Matt Stafford hasn't thrown a pass in a game in nearly a year. So kind of amazing how quickly things can change in this league. The team also named its captains yesterday. No big surprises. Gino and Tyler and Bobby, Quandre, Nick Bellore, That shouldn't surprise you. The only one that maybe was a little bit interesting was Jason Myers. Is it normal, common to see a kicker as one of the captains? Maybe it is. I just, I can't necessarily remember it. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Having Bobby back is so huge. He
5: did do that. However, they all looked to him, you know? I mean, so he did it in a really humble way and and handled it really well and gave space and and all of that and reinforced the young guys and all. um, But when it gets down to it, they know who the man is, you know? And so it was they
0: know who the man is that's pretty great seahawks make some uh decisions with jamal adams as they restructure his contract to save more than six and a half million dollars on the cap this year but it makes his cap hits moving forward 27 and 28 million dollars for the next two years is that real kind of curious to see what that means and how that plays out because that seems like putting a lot of faith in the next few years of jamal adams
1: Here's the third thing you need
0: to know. I can't believe this is third, but man, who's ready to watch a little actual NFL football tonight? Seven months since we've seen it. The action will return with a marquee matchup between KC and Detroit. First look at whether these Lions are going to be legit contenders, which everyone seems to think they're going to be. I don't know. Well, I'm also rooting for the Chiefs tonight. The more they win without Chris Jones, the more tradable he could be. Plus... You know, root against the NFC, certainly good for the Seahawks. Meanwhile, Nick Bosa, not going anywhere. That finally got done. The Niners were somehow able to find the money. They signed him to a mammoth five year, $170 million extension before this season begins. They open with Pittsburgh on Sunday. That's everything you need to know. And we do a quarter past every hour here on the Brock and Salk show. What is the deal with the Jamal Adams thing? So you restructure. Right, you 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 lower his cap hit this year to about eleven and a half million. So if they need to go out and make a move, they just found themselves six million dollars for this year. You end up with new cap hits of twenty seven and twenty eight million over the next two years. Are those automatic? Can you get out of those if you cut them? Like, what does that look like? I really would love to know the rest of that story because
4: the salary cap experts that we were talking to were saying that. Next year was the earliest they could get out of the right. deal with him, and now they, I feel like now they've changed that, which just seems really surprising. interesting to me. Given that we don't know how his health is,
0: going he's, he's to yet this. to play and he's yet to contribute, and we're yet to find out what he looks like. That's shocking.
4: And Schneider has said that they don't they don't do that very often because they, yeah. they don't like moving money down the road.
0: I would really like, and I'm not opposed to them moving money down the road. <laughs> as I've said, I think as long as you got the cash, it's fine. But I'm confused on this one, just given the fact that I think most of us were kind of operating under the assumption that this might be the last year for Jamal Adams. Yeah. Certainly, if he didn't deliver a whole lot more than he has the last few years. So, it's an interesting amount of faith, potentially, to put into Jamal. I'd like to learn a little bit more about this. And, I mean, we
4: might have to reach out to someone that can tell us okay. if let's, that's a lock.
0: Let's do that. Can we figure that out? Let's get that figure. We'll try and get that figure. <laughs> you know what? People love when you call them at 630. We'll do that. We'll just start calling all of our experts. We'll get you guys all the information
3: as we go. All right. Uh, by the way, Falcons, Raiders, Giants, Eagles, all uh kickers as captains. Oh really? Falcons, Raiders. So there's not it's not it doesn't not happen. No, but the Giants also have what ten people as captains. Yeah, it doesn't count. <laughs> Throw them out. So it's rare, but it does happen. And uh Raiders think have like oh, eight.
0: Good for uh good for well, good for Jason Myers. First
4: time the Seahawks have had six, from what I understand.
0: Oh yeah? All right. Well, there's, too many, there's so many captains; that won't—they'll uh, they'll know exactly what they're doing every game. All right. Coming up, uh, KJ Wright joined us yesterday, as he's prone to doing every single Wednesday. He was predicting. He was mad. He intimidated me all next. Brock and Salks, Sports on seven ten.
1: This this is Brock and Salk,
0: powered through the Alaska Airlines studio. Back in mornings from six to ten
2: on Seattle Sports and the Seattle Sports app.
0: We're gonna have K- KJ is the great prognosticator. Do we agree on that? Some of the things I like K- profit. I like well, profit. Well, better, that's I mean, is that okay? I didn't think you would go with profit. I figured maybe that word Moses. has like some yeah some Jeremiah. meaning some meaning to KJ you, Brock. Yeah, oh KJ the clairvoyant. Oh, sorry, Mara. That's too that's no. too mystical. No. I'm usually on same accord with Mara, but no, I'm not not with <laughs> that. All, <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right.
0: Well, you got a lot of stuff right last year, right? Geno Smith starting and some of the success they had, right? So we uh, we thought we don't would we have, have, sound have sound to some of that? Oh, you want to hear
1: last year's stuff? I was going to just... uh, yeah, yeah. stroke my ego, stroke my ego. All, all one right,
0: all right. I Come do on, have... set him up. So all right, right. make it feel good. All right, hold on a second. Let me pull up. I didn't have I wouldn't I didn't have all that ready to go. Here is some of KJ from last year. I hate so hate to
1: seventh team in the playoffs. Do not be surprised if the Seahawks make a serious playoff push.
0: Okay. You like the Seahawks to make the playoffs. That I don't think that was on with us. That was Good Morning America. Oh. No, Good Morning Football. Wow, good morning, America. <laughs> Cage has gone big time. All right, good morning football. Here's a little bit here's a little bit more from the opening week. When we talk to you on Wednesday, we'll have real football to talk about. We'll have seen Russ, we'll have seen who cheered, who booed. It's going to be a heck of a heck of a it's game. Be fun. It's going to be really fun. Are you picking the Seahawks? I got the Seahawks winning. Yeah, he yeah, had the Seahawks beating the Broncos, which very few people
1: did. I think Tariq. it's
0: going to be Tariq. It better be Tariq. <laughs> it
1: better be Tariq. Well, I'm why why, why do the- you say that? Because he's super, super talented. And this is a guy that could be a game
0: changer for your defense. He certainly was last year. Here's some more KJ from a year ago. You were the first person I heard say that Geno Smith was likely going to start week one <laughs> for the, the Seahawks. Seahawks. I know my ball. I know.
1: <laughs> <So he didn't laughs> it was KJ. And then one more. Well, look at this ball game. They're going to have to get creative to slow down this Eagles pass rush. So I have the Chiefs winning some way, somehow. The ball's mm-hmm. going to be in Patrick Mahomes' hands. With about a minute and something left, he's going to draw the ball down the field, get either a field goal or a touchdown to add another Super Bowl to his resume. That's uh,
0: exactly what happened. I believe Brock wow. said, when you're wrong, you can come into the <laughs> studio and we'll... Oh, yeah. What did you say uh-huh. afterwards? Uh, who knows? It wasn't was yeah, trying nobody, to, like,
4: his, his season was over with us. You were trying to force him into another appearance by <laughs> yes. telling him if he was right. wrong, he had to come yeah. back to work. Yeah, that's, that's right. why KJ that's got
0: right. it right. He's like, I'm not coming back in and talk to you jackals <laughs> any more than I have to. All right, so with that in mind, KJ, we are uh, ready for some new predictions mm. for this year. Okay, Maura has put together a whole bunch of predictions. Are you ready for this? Yep. All right, do the Seahawks win
1: The NFC West. God, don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. I hope they do. But the 49ers are stacked. Mm. They're they're so stacked. There's so many weapons on offense. So many weapons on defense. It's like Legion of Boom 2.0 over there with that defense. They're scary. All right. So, no. I I answered it. I'm not not saying yes or no. (laughs) The Niners are scary. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that. All right. Uh let's see.
0: Brock,
2: <laughs> I'll tell up. you what's scary for the I'll tell you what's scary for the Niners, Okay, I was just looking at their payroll this season. It's coming it's coming due. It's it is about coming that time. due. All right. Are you ready it for is. the next one? Yep. Geno Smith threw last year for
0: 4282 yards. You taking the over or the under on 4282
1: yards? He's going over. That he's going over, DK, Tyler and Jigba, Noah Fant, offensive line, a good running game to open up stuff more over Geno Smith. Mm-hmm. Right. You put Kobe Parkinson on that list at all? Oh, Kobe's my favorite tight end on that team. Really? By the way, he's going to be what? He's my what favorite. Did you just say Kobe is my favorite <laughs> I didn't know tight. End. You like tight ends? I thought you just had like a natural no, hatred no, for all no, tight ends. No. This dude is going to be. man bun. He's good, but he once he becomes a four-time starter, he's going to be. Really, really good. He's t- he is physical. I mean he's a freak. You I see was, him out there you're like, geez, who's that guy? Going against him in practice, this dude is strong. He looks skinny. He mm. looks like a little, you know, dude from California. This dude is <laughs> talented. Andy dude Strong. California. Yeah, you know what it is. Like, like, the, dude from, like the dude from, <laughs> like uh, remember the Titans? Not Sunshine. He's, nah, from, he's not from California. From California. Cal- Cal- chill out. <laughs> chill
0: out. <laughs> is that what you're saying? I don't know. <laughs> All All right. Right. I'm not saying that. Okay. Well, he's, uh, <laughs> is he from California? I don't know where he's from. I mean, we went to Stanford, yes. so I assume he uh, probably is. from California. California. Oh, there you go. Yeah. All right. What will be
1: the Seahawks record in this season? He won Wright. nine games last year. I'm going 10 games. This football season One game better One game better This schedule is a a beast They got the AFC North They got the NFC East They got their own division This this schedule is kind of brutal And so I got them getting one game One game over You know, when you say
0: that, you know what kind of jumps out, Brock? And KJ was saying this off the air, too. (laughs) A lot of those teams run the ball a lot. I mean, those are running divisions. Seriously, like, which is weird that that's such a thing even still exists. But, like, when you think of the AFC North and Baltimore and Pittsburgh and Cleveland,
1: you think about the NFC East, those are teams that all run the ball. And what's the biggest weakness on
0: the Seahawks team?
1: Mike Tomlin's going to come in here week 16, week 17 with Najee Harris, Mm -hmm. 30 runs, Nick Chubbs.
2: Think of the environments they play in. I mean, you you play in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. You play in Cincinnati. You play in Pittsburgh in November, in December. You know what you got to do? You got to build your team to run the ball. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, in the AFC East for that matter as well. All right.
0: Speaking of running the ball, Kenneth Walker last year, 1,050 rushing yards. Over, under 1,050 rushing yards for Ken Walker.
1: Ooh, give me over with Ken. He split some time with Penny last year. He's going to split some time with Charbonnet, but he's going to be the starter mm-hmm. coming into the season. Last year, he backed up Penny for a little bit, then took over. So he's going to be the full-time guy, hopefully for 17 games. Spend time with Charbonnet, but he's going to get over 1,050 yards. That give sounds kind of easy. Give got me 17 K, games to get it done.
2: Give me a K-9 comp from your era. A running back that ran like him, built like him. You had to try to tackle him. Is there there a canine that you played against in your decade in the league?
1: Oh, yeah, from the Dallas Cowboys, number 29, DeMarco Murray. Mm. The the slashing, the the patience that Kenneth Walker has. (laughs) Kenneth Walker has more breakaway speed than DeMarco Murray, but in those trenches— when he gets the ball, and once he puts his foot in the ground and cuts up the up the middle, oh, he's Demarco Murray. I gotta point. tell
0: you, man, that is a name I had completely forgotten about.
1: Yeah, he had that short window where he was the man of the league, yeah. and the Cowboys didn't pay him. They didn't went to the Eagles, and his career just it went downhill. I went totally, I, I completely. Chip forgot Kelly, about him. he went to play for Chip Kelly. Right, that's what yep. that's what happened. And
2: now he's coaching. Now he's a college really? coach. Is somewhere. he in Oklahoma? Uh-huh. Yeah. I believe he is a running back coach at Oklahoma. Uh, yep, yeah. I think you're right on it So that. over
1: Kenneth Walker. All right,
2: so that was... I apologize,
4: was- guys. I, I looked up... Uh- I was trying to look up, like, psychic-type music, yeah. and I found this tarot mm. card one. I just feel like it's not mm. the right energy for kids Oh, you no. have no. a different one?
2: No. No, I no. just feel
4: like I need to find something. Oh, else. I can of well, like play ang- one. You want to play the
2: angry thong
4: song? That, <laughs> that's pretty good. Truck, truck, <laughs> truck. Guys, like, what? what,
1: what, It's okay, Mar. She no, had sorry, like a truck, truck, <laughs> truck. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, like, what, what,
4: no. what? You missed this earlier. Salk said he used to have a friend that drunk-dialed him and would sing the angry thong song. He'd
0: leave voicemail messages with the angry version of the thong song.
2: Do you want to play the vulture sound underneath him? No, nobody
0: I kind of like the tarot card
1: music, to be honest with you. But let me make my other prediction. Oh, okay. Let me make my nickel defense prediction that's been bothering me all training camp. When we go nickel, I'm saying once again, Tariq Woolen, Trey Brown, Kobe Bryant as my nickel when we play the Rams. I think that's going to happen anyway, don't you? I mean, it doesn't sound like Witherspoon's going to be ready to go. I don't know. I just, I hope it does. Okay. I hope it does. I hope he's there all 17 games, too.
0: What well, we gave you the Seahawks record? You said they have ten wins without looking at the schedule.
1: How many wins do the Denver Broncos have this year? Broncos country? How many did they have last year? Five. I think they get they're seven and nine this year. Hmm. An improvement. They're an improvement. How yeah. many of those games of those seventeen games does Russell Wilson start? Every one of them. Yeah, he won't be on the bench. What'd you make of Sean Payton's comments? Stop kissing stop, baby? Stop kissing ba- <laughs> want What was the context of that know. of that quote? I mean, does he care about his brand a lot? Yeah. Mm. You know, but stop kissing babies. You're not running this for A Hey, newsflash. This is just the beginning. <laughs> this this is it just is. the beginning. Gonna
2: be- this is going to be a show. This is just yeah. the beginning. Last year was a fecal blizzard. This year is going to be like just a soap opera. I mean, last year was just a mess and a dumpster fire and all of that. And we celebrated mm. it because it meant the
1: number five pick, Devin Witherspoon, ultimately. But this year, KJ, he, you know it. He just doesn't hold back. You saw what he said about Hackett. You uh-huh. see what he's saying about his quarterback now. It's like, where's your, where's the protect the team? at? what's rule number mm-hmm. one of the program? Mm-hmm.
2: He's a Parcells mm-hmm.
1: guy. Yeah, they don't do protect yeah. the team. They do no, call out the team.
2: Protect, protect me.
0: <laughs> right. It's,
1: it's, that's what type of party this is. We're just gonna say what we want to say uh-huh. about each other yeah. and just how, how we feel. So he's a Parcells guy. Totally, okay, totally let's, different let's, vibe. Let's let's take it there. Yeah. Let's let's take it there. I could be a jerk too. You want to do that? I could be a jerk, too. Say how I feel. <laughs> I wish you came here with that mess. I don't play that. Um, you go call me out in, fr- in front of the media, stop doing this, stop doing that? Hey, re- respect me as a man. And, hey, whatever you want to say to me, say to me behind closed doors. But don't try to embarrass me um, in front of the media talking about stop kissing babies. It's a good thing you didn't play in the 80s. You you, I mean, like, uh, yeah, that's we, what coaches you know, did. Yeah, like, hey, you want to take it there, let's take it there. I wish
0: everyone could see and feel the energy
1: just changing no, this I room. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't. I just got a completely different yeah. view no, yeah. of KJ. No, no, no. If you, uh-huh. if you will be the coach of this football team, if you will be the leader of this football team, we brought you in after yep. we just fired our head coach. You want to create a new culture. Start with respecting how you talk about your guys. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to keep it full, let's talk football. You want to talk football, let's talk football. But if you don't take it off the field, you're taking it to a new level. I've, I've had this same image for 11, 12 so years. So all
0: that being said, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with a word you're saying. Certainly not given the look that is in your eyes right now. Because you look like you're about to go hit somebody, and I love it. Uh, wasn't it sort of necessary in this case? I mean, maybe not all of those things, but it was. had this one reached such a critical point where if somebody didn't say
1: that and say it publicly, there was no way to continue to move on. What's necessary to say it, to say it publicly? You think saying publicly will get something changed? Is that what you're saying? I don't know. No, it won't. It ain't gonna do nothing but make me upset. Like when I read this, well, we don't I, know I'm that sp- he
0: said it. By the way, too, we don't know that he said it
2: publicly. Okay, that, the one thing I should say. Oh, I don't yes, know he that. did. Yes, he did. He said it to Seth Wickersham. Did he, or did so Wickersham hear that from somebody else? No, I think it's in that article, and I don't think he minds that being out. Okay, because well, I would challenge you, mind. KJ. I'll challenge you. The, Russell's not his guy. Easy for you to say. You're not sitting next to him right now. <laughs> You scared you got a little scared. Salt. Well he changed That's his, his right there. you should see
0: the way the look sure. in his eyes changed. He went from being fun put, KJ put to like play football me. player. The camera's on you just
2: look right up there. Look at that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I had to look at those uh, guys. No, bro, Salt. No, I had bro. to say, Mike, fifty five, Mike fifty right? five. <sighs> I had to look at like crazy eyes He'd like no, pants bro, tell me, that. Tell me, tell me,
1: Brock, there's there's on the field and there's off the field as a coach. Right. You can you could tell me I threw seven interceptions, you were trash, you were bad. Tighten your game up. But you talk about, oh, off the field, stop doing this, stop worrying about your image, you know, stop kissing babies, let's worry about football. Now you're attacking my character. This this is character attack. This is how I take it. You're mm-hmm. attacking my character and what I've built over these years. Was that yep. necessary? What are we talking yep. about? If you say yep. this about me, I, I it's only right that I defend myself as a man. Mm-hmm. That's that's some that's some keep my name out of your mouth type stuff. What he did with Hackett is boy, is pretty much on the same level as what he's doing with Russ. You think that can last in the NFL of today? No, no, no. This isn't the '80s. This isn't Bill Parcells. This no, it's a new movement. <laughs> It's 2023, social media and and what happens is like God, he looks on his Instagram and he sees that he sees the comments, he sees what people are saying about him and he he probably feels like this man don't necessarily have my back. We're disconnected. Okay, this so how, is how does Russia
2: how does Russ handle this? How do you think Russ is handling this and reacting to this behind the scenes? You think he has his agent reaching out? You think we're going to hear something leaked out from from his side publicly? How do you think Russell reacts to all of this noise?
1: What he sh- I don't know how he's going to react, but what he should do is go to his coach. Hey coach, what's what's up? We good? Like, hey, what's stop kissing babies? What what's up with this? He should address it man to man, um player to coach. And, um, hey, let's keep this thing football and, um, you know, this is my image. This is who I am. This is what I do. Let's keep it pushing. And if you're Peyton, what is your reply?
0: Okay, <laughs> but then keep it football. I, I mean, like, if and, I'm if I'm Sean Payton, and I'm not yes, justifying yes. what he said, like, okay, if you want to keep it football, then let's keep it football. Yes. Then, then you don't That's need what to tweet, say which is really all he's trying to say to begin with is focus on football, not kissing babies and the 35 other different businesses you got going on. I want this to be your primary focus.
1: Oh yeah, he should say that. He has every right to say that. Yeah, hey, okay. I want you to keep this thing You still football. need to make it public. You don't need to make it public. Alright, that's That's, fair. that's my now, issue.
0: Now, would you rather play for that or would you rather play uh, for what's going on in Arizona? I don't know if you've heard any of Jonathan Gannon, but here's just a little from their uh, their in house <laughs> in-house show they've made.
5: Welcome back. Who drove over here? Quick, let me see your hands. Who took the bus? Did <laughs> you have fire in your gut? Did you? We're here for a reason. Don't get that twisted. Okay, we're here for a reason to win games. So if you didn't have that fire in your gut, you better light the fire pretty fast. <laughs> Be who you are. Just understand, I'm looking for f- killers. killers.
1: <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> He better not be responsible for the pregame speech when they play. (laughs) Find Buda Baker. I don't care. He don't play, I know, on the Cardinals team. Find someone else to give the pregame speech. That is terrible. If you're an owner, Justin, if you're a GM and you're interviewing this guy to lead your franchise for the next four years... That's what you're giving me. Uh, you're I, not though. You're, I, yeah, I
3: think we are leading him to the tank.
1: Yeah, I think yes. you're leading for one year until you can get Caleb. Williams. This is another Steve Wilkes uh, one and done moment. Yes. Like, what is that? That's no. a one and done. No. Yes. You
0: are leading no. grown men. How would you re- if you're in that room? You're KJ, right? You're in that room. You realize you can't get out of this contract. You're stuck on the Arizona Cardinals this year, and
1: that guy walks in. And asks you if you have that fire in your gut. You know what I'm, I'm doing? This I'm putting my forehead right in my <laughs> palm like this. Like, oh my god, we I got 18 weeks of this. This guy just dry as old paint. You
4: mentioned Buddha Baker. You could see it on his face yeah, in that clip.
1: Buddha looked like, Look, oh no, like, what I am I out of Give me out of here here. <laughs> me out here. Please I can't name another Cardinals what? player. Who was kind of? I can't even. Well, name you
0: him. got Kyler, but he's not playing. Uh, they just traded for who's the quarterback? They just traded for. I Josh don't know Dobbs. Josh Dobbs. on this team.
1: This yeah. team, Jobs, we may CJ. see a one in James Conner. <laughs> why are you hating 10? on L.J. Collier, man? Oh, no, yeah, on, L.J.'s why over there. LJ? You already got mad at him That was y'all LJ. hating on L.J. <laughs> <Yes, God>. That <Those> was <laughs> y'all <laughs> hating on L.J.
2: <laughs> you know what? I like this fire, K.J. You are fire. Have you ever had the desire You're, to write
1: we... your initials in
5: cement? Called a plumber to your home lately? Who, who drove over here? How much money would it take to make you spend a night in a cemetery? You have a pet? Here we go. What time is it? Can you remember the
1: tallest man you've ever seen?
5: Let me see your hands. Who Brock? took the bus?
1: Sorry. Sorry. Not, Brock, yes. this is a serious <laughs> thing. This yes, is the KJ. best of the for best. For me, it's not. There's K-
2: KJ, th- Brock. this is this a league that just go, this year is going to bring in $20 billion. It's going to make $20 billion, and he's one of the 32 on the planet that gets to be a head coach. That's in it. the best you
0: can give me? He's still not the most ridiculous coach they've had in the last decade. These things are better than the
1: garbage that Bruce Arians used to spew. <sighs> you kidding me? You're telling me <sighs> Leslie, Frazier, fire. Uh-huh. Leslie Frazier. Leslie mm-hmm. Frazier, he couldn't do this? Mm-hmm. The guy that's had a top five defense for the past five years, he couldn't get this thing figured out some way, somehow. Does he want to? I don't, if think, you were he, I don't think he wants to be there. If I were Leslie eh. Frazier,
0: I wouldn't want any eh. part of this well, year.
1: Not, not that. We're talking about yeah. the best of the best. I'm not it saying just, Leslie
0: Frazier can't be a coach. If I were him, I wouldn't walk within 100 yards of that building. No chance. I, I You're I, I getting fired yeah. in a year. They, they, they have yep. zero talent. They're tanking. They want the next quarterback. I don't want any part of that job.
5: And it just they seems like Jonathan
0: Gannon is a, is a
2: <laughs>
3: complete stool. A useful idiot
0: in this yeah. case.
2: That's so, that's so. I bad. am. I, I'm feeling Damn. your fire, KJ. I'm yeah. feeling your no, fire. Gets, we got. We got four. We got four minutes. Give me that fire with the Rams. Give me that fire this Sunday. All right. This is our last chance. We're going to talk to you before the game on Sunday. Give me that fire of what you want to see. Those same crazy eyes that you just looked at Salk and made him. <laughs> you ever take the bus to Tinkle work? a little bit? <laughs> you ever take the bus? Did you take the bus yesterday? today? No. You drove? I did. I want guys who take the
0: bus. <laughs> I want stone cold bleeping killers.
1: Listen. You know what I want to see from this this football team this Sunday? Yes, I want to, see want us. to, I want to see, pilot light. I want to see that statement win that we are the superior team on this football field. You guys don't have Cooper Cup. Um, you guys don't uh, the defense over there. I don't know what I'm going to get on defense. You just got one player, maybe two with with Ernest Jones. I want to see us come out star fast and finish even stronger. Make a statement like this is going to be a really, really impressive football season. Don't come out here, oh, we're slow start. You know, first game, I don't want to see any of that. Slow start, come out fast, and really show this Rams football team that you are the superior team and we're going to win in dominant fashion.
2: That's what Why I was see. Sean Mc? Why was Sean McVay so good at scheming against you guys?
1: Man, you know what's crazy about Sean McVay, to be honest with you, Brock? He honestly ran the same old plays against us. He ran the stretch, the stretch cut, the stretch cut, the fly sweep, and play action off of that. We just couldn't stop it. They was just, Why? I don't know. They were just, they were good at it. They were really good at it. And I'm talking about this is the era.
0: Are, are those plays specifically good at beating Pete's defense,
1: or was he just good at running any play, and that's what ended up? No, being no, no. He thing. was just good at running anything. They went to the Super Bowl running that same stuff, and teams could not stop it. And I'm talking the Todd Gurley era, the Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. Brandon Cooks, that team. You got something, Brock?
2: You know what? I, 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 the year I got to do the NFL, I had the Rams, I think, three times. And I said to McVeigh, either the second or third time, in a production meeting. We were all via Zoom that year. And I said, this, I don't want this to be offensive at all. In fact, I want it to be the greatest compliment. Because when I watch your team, I almost see an academy. I almost see a triple option. I almost see like an Army, a Navy. It is so everybody, A, buying in. You're making these, what you just said, these same concepts that you know what's coming. You know what they're running, and Mm -hmm. yet you continue to do it. And he said, Brock, that's not in any way a shot. That's the greatest compliment you could give me. Because my job is to make the hardest position on the field the easiest. What is the Mm -hmm. hardest position? I know we talk corners and quarterbacks, but the hardest position in the NFL, and Steve Weiss said this to us yesterday, is the offensive line. He's like, mm. I want to make their job the easiest. Mm. That's what those academies do with their cup blocking. That's what they do when they make everything look the same. Mm-hmm. It's all going to look the same. Stretch looks the same. Stretch looks the same. Fly sweep, screen, right? So for you, KJ, to diagnose, for you, Bobby, to diagnose, for you, Pete, to try to call against, that was that was a challenge
1: yep. when they had elite talent. Yep, and what they do is everything as a linebacker, it looks the same for you. You got stretch, stretch, cut. Now you got the stretch, cut, pass. Boom, 50 yards. Then you got the stretch Mm. cut screen out the back door with the running back. Fifty yards, so he's just setting up plays, and he's gonna turn chip away. Yeah, we getting set up, and then boom, explosive play happens. Mm. That's what made him so good. Well, this has been a, an explosive hour. I got to see a new side of KJ today, which was
0: awesome. I don't know whether I want to see it again necessarily, but I really liked it. Actually, I want it every see week, it just not
1: at me. Rule number one is protect the yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And um, you know, when you you know, man to man character, you 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 attack my character, then we got problems. I love it. I, got I love problems, the response.
0: Yeah. Who was our uh, winner? Who knew uh, that Thursday was uh, the day for turnovers. Our friend
1: Cullen in the 253. By the way, Cullen. It's, it's a
0: Turnover Thursday, is that what it's
1: called? It's Turnover Thursday. But we watched this sec <laughs> let me break. We watched this seven where we watch we watch like quarterbacks get sacked. We call them violators. This guy's a violator. Mm. So the, the most known violators was Melvin um Gordon um, running back? The running back. Yeah. So we just watched Countless. He fumble him. like three times last year against the Seahawks. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I Murray mean, is another violator. So we watch games and mm. we watch games. Coach Carroll uses thing about guys with teeny hands. He got tiny hands. Just attack the elbow, and you will get the sack. So it's like an inside joke that we yeah, have. There you that go. I didn't explain. See very
0: well. now you know. Thursday was the right answer. Nice yeah, job, do. everybody. KJ gave a whole bunch of predictions. Wow, that was uh that was a lot. And uh you got a texter here who says that he took the train to work, so he's hoping to start a wide receiver for the Cardinals this year. So we'll <laughs> see we'll see where that goes. KJ, thank you as always. We'll do it again next week with some real football to react
1: to. Oh yeah, let's do it.
0: The great KJ Wright. How cool is that, man, to get to talk to KJ every Wednesday from eight to nine. Have you subscribed to it yet? If you haven't, come on. That's enough. Quit screwing around. Go subscribe Get the KJ podcast every single Wednesday. It's going to be right there on your phone. Quit messing around. Go to seattlesports.com or Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, whatever whatever your favorite way of getting podcasts is. Just make sure you subscribe.
3: Like, just what are we doing? One less thing to think about, one less thing to have to remember. I, I mean,
0: like, you're going to want to know what KJ has to say every week. He's the great prognosticator, <laughs> right? I said yesterday we should start calling that segment Always Right <laughs> because he's KJ. Right. But it's true. The dude's (laughs) right like all the time. It's nuts. He got a pretty good sense of what's going on in football, and uh, he called a lot of it last year. We'll see if he's pretty accurate again this year. Make sure you subscribe to the KJ Wright show every Wednesday at 8 o'clock. All right, coming up, Brock is in. We're going to talk to Mark Sanchez today. He is calling the game on Sunday. We've got Jerry Depoto to talk to. I'm going to grill him on his pitching staff like somebody wanted me to do the other night. Uh, it's all coming up. Don't go anywhere. It's Brock and Salk. Seattle Sports on 710seattlesports.com.